0: Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website thepoetlife.com. Find a way.
1: Listen, listen, listen. It's Christoph Wrights of the Poet Life Podcast. I'm one half of the Poet Life Podcast. My other half, J.Rod D., Listen, like um, two weeks ago, I think it's two weeks so far, uh, just had a new baby born girl. And uh, we we really celebrate J. Roddy, uh with his newborn. And um, we're just giving him some time. He's taking some time off. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited about tonight. I'm excited about our guest tonight. Um, the gentleman that we have on tonight is King Yao. King Yao, how are you, sir? What's up? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank
2: you for
1: having awesome. me. Awesome. No, thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. I I came across you. Um, I think it was button. I think it was button poetry, if I'm not mistaken. And you know which you know which poem I'm talking about. It's 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 yeah. It's the name. It's the oh it's yeah oh name. yeah yes.
2: Really? Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if it was button or not, but I I know oh. it was Instagram.
2: Yeah, it was it was Iweb, I- so it was
1: National Poetry Slam. Okay, got you, got you. Okay, got you. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So I, you know, and, and that one right there, I said that approach to it is heavy, right? right. That's heavy because even even the spelling of your name, I thought it was y'all.
2: right, right. And I don't give I don't give people crap for that because I'm like, okay, you know, who right. knows, right? But then if I tell you how to say it and you and still actually I think this is what you meant you right have, no know
1: that so <laughs> it's so interesting I don't I don't have a you know um uh, an African name or anything like that it's Kristoff and you know they'll matter of fact it'll be an email I'll send an email and in my signature and in my email it'll say Kristoff uh-huh. they'll respond and say Christopher like I, I misspelled my own name. name I don't, right, right, right. I don't right. get it. it is, <laughs> do, you get, do, you, do you get Chris a lot instead? I get. So I'm cool with Chris. I'm, okay. I'm cool, but right. I was purposely named Christoph to be Christoph. separated right. apart from the Christophers. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Like, no, you will be part of us <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy like literally i'll sign my name and then someone will say i think you forgot the er real? what see and and that's, <laughs> no, that's like
2: no 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 i i just spelled my name like it's it, it just baffles me i'm like what <laughs> so, so what's what's your
1: what's your real name
2: so i have i've so, so many names so so Yao means Thursday. You know what? I'm just going to go through the whole thing. So Yao, Asafo, Kantanka, Chamati. Got it. And, <laughs> and I mean, I don't have it, but okay. Right, right. So <laughs> Yao, Yao, Yao is a day name. So everyone born on Thursday in Ghana is named Yao. So Man. there's like lots of Yaws. Monday is like Kofi. Um, Tuesday is Kwabna or like Kobe. And there's like... Um, female name for it is a like Yao for guys, and then like Ya for girls, and then there's Kofi, and then there's Ama, and then there's Kweku, and you know, so it's just so many. I don't know if you have, if you've heard Kofi or Kwaku, yes, Kwaku, or yeah. Oh yeah, that's Wednesday born. Um, wow. So if you know Kwaku, that means to born on Thursday. I'm uh, sorry, Wednesday, and then or oh, like a Kwame. Kwame is Saturday. So if you watch Ka- Captain Planet at all, that that's that's where that came from. Uh, wow. So every day of the week has, an, has a name associated with it and it's male and female. So usually like every, everybody has that, you know, it's like part of your name. So my older brother, his name is Yao too. So he's, cause he was born on Thursday. So he was Papa he's Papa Yao and I'm Nana Yao. Wow. Right. That's so funny. it's just, I love it. and it's and <laughs> funny cause my mom said all of us would have been Yao. Because the C section that you she used to get C C sections and it was always on Thursday. So my older brother went on Thursday. Me was on Thursday, but then something happened and they changed. They changed the her appointment or something like that. Wow! And so it was on Tuesday instead of Thursday. So my little brother is um, Kwabna, or Kobe or Kobe. Everybody else a different way to say.
1: So that's always been the history of folks in Ghana. That's been Yes, wow. like
2: Ghana, like the um, the Akan uh, clan uh, or tribe has that a lot. But then the other tribes do have their own spellings. So, like my tribe, the Akan, we do it Y A W. The El- the Elway tribe, which is also in Togo and other West African countries, they spell it Y A O, because they're okay. right. So their alphabet is different from our alphabet. I see. But, you know, we say we pronounce things differently. Um, so yeah, like when they, you know, when I say my name is Yao, they'll, they'll probably ask in class, oh, is it YAO or YAW? Because they know that other tribes have it
1: too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so, all right. Are you originally from Ghana? Yes, 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 okay. yes. yes. Ghana, my whole, all all of me, my whole family, we are um, pure, pure Ghanaian. Pure really? Mm-hmm. So your 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 nuclear family came together at, at once, or so my mom migrated, and gotcha. then
2: and then my dad, and then they like filed for us. It took like mm-hmm. five years to file. My when so when it was ready for us to come. My older brother was already eighteen, so he 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 was not able to migrate with us. So uh, me and my little brother migrated, and my older brother still hasn't been able to come. It's been really. Thirteen years—it's crazy. Wow. Right? So he's still there. Yeah, uh, he's still in Ghana. He, he got he got a job in Dubai, so now he lives in Dubai. Uh, but yeah, he's not been able to come here. It's just it, they were like, "Sorry, you you're you're above you're eighteen and above, so we can't file. They can't file for you as a child, I
1: guess." Wow, wow! Right. Can he can he come over in individually? I guess no. On no,
2: I mean, he's gonna have to like do the whole visa thing, and whole... like, that, like, it's just hard.
1: Wow. Know? Yeah. How, how is he with just knowing that? Like, you know, is, is it I, hard for him?
2: I, you know, I, I I've been thinking about that lately. It would have right. been hard for me. I don't know about him, but it would have been hard for him. I think he was just happy for us. He was he was just really happy for us. Like it was just it's just weird to think about it now. Like, oh my God, we left him, but it was good that he was the oldest, you know. If it was uh, not the or the, you know, right? We had to be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do this for y'all. But also, when we got here, you know, we, you know, we, you know, we're going to school here. We're working, and you know, he's always like, all right, I need this, I need that, and then right. we just do for him, like you know, we yeah. just do for him. we send him money, you know, because. It's it's part of the guilt, but also like he's not here, so we can just send him in. Yeah. so he was definitely enjoying because he he'll be like, Hey, can you send me this? And he's like, Yeah. He's like, what do you say?
1: Um yes. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, you, big bro, you know, so
1: um but yeah, so he's he's not been here. Okay. Scary. Okay. So so um where did the poetry come from?
2: Oh man! So poetry. So I, I I always loved like reading poems or reading writing that was heavy and metaphor and simile and all the you know po- you know poetic devices. I'm like, wow, that's so dope! Like in i Ghana. Mean, as well in Ghana. Yeah, and this okay. this is from, from Ghana. Like I'll be reading cards, you know, and stuff. Or I would like uh, I was heavy on performance too. So at church, you know, the memory, like, Bible verses, all that. I was like. Performing, but I wasn't writing, so I was right. more of like a, a performer first. Uh, and then when I migrated to the U.S., I did. Oh, I remember like in we had we had like Mr. Teen Ghana, Mr. High School Ghana. I was in all of it. I did poetry for my talent show, you know. But we we usually recite other people's poems
0: because
2: mm. right? it's more so about learning learning about what they said and then how to bring it to life. So. Um, that's what we did a lot. And then when I migrated, I joined the speech and debate team at my college and they do um, interpretation events. So there's like prose, drama, poetry. I joined, I like poetry, I, I did poetry. In, in college speech or college like, yeah, college speech, the event poetry is kind of different because you also have to um, interpret other people's poems, right? right? You have to pick a theme, interpret other people's poems, uh, and just perform it, right? So I that's how I learned about spoken word because we had to read poems, we had to look on YouTube for poems that are about our topics, right? So I remember my my topic freshman year was about African immigrants or like immigration in, in general. So I had to like look up poems about immigration. That's how I got into Deaf Poetry Jam, Yeah. Was all the poems like I knew? I knew all the poems on there. I still know all the poems on there. It's crazy. I can like recite those poems.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> uh You know that's what, where I knew about Shehan, and, right? Like, all those people. It was like so many people, right? And then so I did that for four years, and then I coached it for five or six years. Wow. Um, and after college, I did grad school. After grad school. I migrated. I didn't, is, that, is that a migration? I guess yeah. It's a migration, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I moved from Iowa to uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Right. Okay. So I was here, and then I was like, let, "Let me go check out the, you know, some some poetry events." Because I was like, I knew the people that were at the venue at the poetry lounge. I knew of them, so I, I knew their poems, and I just wanted to go. You know, so I went there you know, watched, watched, watched. And then Keto, I don't know if you know Keto Fortune. Yes. Keto did a poem, I forgot the title of the poem, but it's it's just fire. It's, it's somebody called Black People Stupid, and he just, like, does a whole transformer. It was just it was just good. Anyway, after that, I was like, I can do this. I was like, I can do this. So I yeah. just, and uh, I wrote, because I, I used to write, you know, I had poems on my like Facebook notes. Like, you know, I have stuff there, but I don't like. I didn't have any like ones that I wanted to perform. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, I just, I just. That's when I wrote the Yao poem. Really,
1: the name of it, the Yao poem.
2: Uh, you know what? It has so many different. Okay.
1: Names,
2: <laughs> but the Yao poem also sounds good. I'm gonna add it to it. It's <laughs> like say my name. Uh, is the, the title of the poem, and then got I, I have the others that I like. The name is Yao, get it right, or Yao, but the Yao poems are good too. I love, <laughs> I, I love new titles,
1: yeah, totally. Totally. So, when, so at what age did you come over? I was 18. Ah, you were 18. Yes. Got you. So, I was already. So, yeah. did you start college in Ghana or when you got here? Well,
2: when I got here, I went to college when I got here. Um, we migrated to New York and we were supposed to take the SATs or the, or the ACTs. So we applied to some schools in New York. And then we applied to a school in Iowa because my half-sister, my sister, uh, my half-sister like already lived there. And then they called us and they were like, y- you don't have to take the SATs. Just come That's how I ended up in Iowa, So, so yeah.
1: So let me ask you: When you came over, how was the transition? Right, you, you're 18. You're 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 an adult. You're a grown man at 18. You're a young man, but but um, you know you're you're fully aware of, of everything going on, right? Um, how was the transition um, between Ghana and the United and the United States, just socially?
2: It it was. It, it was just mini transitions upon mini transitions because we, we migrated to New York, right? And we, right. Had actually been, we had actually been here before, like in third grade, you know, so we just knew of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. We came to New York, the Bronx, and the Bronx is like a mini, like, many people from America everything. Before, yeah. Actually, right? So there was a like Ghanaian community, we went to a Ghanaian church, like, it was all Ghana. We went to visit our family in Rhode Island and Worcester, Massachusetts, Ghanaian community, you know, it was like, wow. It was yeah. just, the only difference was the weather. Cause I think we came like around October, um, around, around this time actually, Yeah, in 2007. Um, yeah, so like that was like one of the major like differences was the weather. But uh, other than that, it was cool until we were ready to go to college. Well, let me tell you. Okay, so we got on the plane uh, our, from New York to Chicago, and then we're on the plane from Chicago to Iowa, and then we're just on the plane, you know, and then the pilot goes. So, okay, we are about to uh, land or something like that. And we looked down and there was no lights. <laughs> it was like, it was going, there'll be like one light and then it was going, it was like one light, and we looked at each other and we were just like, what is happening? <laughs> And it was a very small plane, too. Like, it has, like, uh, you know, I don't know if you know those small planes. It's just like right. two on two or something like that. Anyway, we got to the airport, Cedar Rapids Airport. I would never forget this. There was nobody. There was nobody at the airport except uh, the people getting off the plane. <laughs> and then the person that was like meeting us from the college. It wow. was, cr- I was like, <laughs> Man, that's that's that that's a shock, you know, and then and then we got to the place and it was like, Whoa, like this is a lot of white people. It was so different. It was just so it was a lot of white people like everywhere. Like my college was ninety six percent white and then four percent mixed, you know, and so and and people will ask me so many weird questions, right? They'll you know, they'll be like they were they were asking the whole, you know, have, have you seen a lion before? Have you killed a lion before? Have you do you live on trees? Like, all those questions.
1: Oh my God. Yeah,
2: we're real. And then, and then they'll ask the question so, like, what is the main difference between, like, this question actually? Yeah, what is yeah. the main difference between Ghana and, and, and the US? And I'll, I'll just be like, white people. <laughs> 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 and they always die. I was like, it's true. Like, that is the main difference. It's like, it's black people and it's white people. Yeah. <laughs> like, Right. So
1: wow. Let me ask you about good. education though. How about that difference, right? Because it, is, the, is there a big difference like were were you um uh like excelling because education was so high priority in Ghana?
2: Um it, it is high priority and it's like it's actually it's uh it, it brings back all these memories so you ha- you have to be like super super smart in order to right. get into college like other than that you are going to have to pay more money or cuz there's mm-hmm. not as many colleges as there are here and there are no junior colleges right you you either get into the um, the Yale adjacent or you wait an- another year and try again you know wow. um and we didn't. We didn't take the SATs or the of the of the ACTs, but our our exams was like the whole of West Africa take the same exam, and it's like everything you've you've learned specifically from uh, freshman year of high school to senior year of high school, every yeah. single thing. There was like ten different subjects, like it was just crazy. Like it's. I thought it it was like the SATs because I looked at the SAT questions, but it's not. It's just like specific things. You're just like, well, but what if? my teacher never taught me this. What if this was never in our textbook? Like, it was ridiculous, you know? And and, and it happens, some some teachers were, were better than others. Some teachers would give better examples than others. And so it's like, if you're in a school that doesn't have great teachers, you get affected by the exam, you know, unless you're like naturally, you know, smart. But it is, it is totally different as, as far as like high school, college. I didn't go to college in Ghana, so I don't necessarily know what the college classes are like
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you it was it was difficult for us because we were in classes where there was about 400 people in the class right and whether we sat in front or in the back we we, we couldn't understand what the heck you know right. professor was saying you know and because and, and and people would think English was like we were just learning English but we knew English we, we learned English since we were kids, you know, uh, just like every, everybody else. But it's just a different way of saying things and, you know, different ways of pronouncing things and the slurring of different words, right. and different, different syllables. And so we're just like, da, 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 da. I'm like, this is English, we know English. So I, I did not, like, I felt every other international student that was there, that didn't know English firsthand because we were having trouble. Like my brothers had to um, bring in a tape recorder, like a, a, a tape recorder, so we can listen to it after class. Wow. So we go we to class twice, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, um, be able to understand what they were saying, so you can like retake your notes and all that. It was just, yeah. you know, so that that was hard the first year, and then after that. Um once once I got friends and you know people to talk to, and then it right. helped I was on the speech and debate team too. so I was always talking and always listening to different accents, right um and 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 that helped. but yeah. that I, that was a slap in the face because we were we were not we didn't know we didn't learn anything about research research papers right nothing, you know right. It was all just like you know, we call it true and poor or like busy kind of work we didn't learn any of that so freshman year yeah it was bad it was it was bad but you know we plus yeah. the parents are home and they brought you to the United States to come what? Do so
1: you better <laughs> like you better not you better get your three and wow yeah no but you know um even people from here like myself freshman year I brought a I, I brought a tape recorder as well you know, because right. high school, well, I mean, high school, you know, but when right. you had to college, it was just like talk, 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 lecture, 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 and, and I'm a hands-on learner, you right. know, and I didn't really take good notes, you know what I mean? I just wasn't, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, well, you, you know, so, so I, t- I, I took the tape recorder and, and I was able to bring it back and kind of take my notes that way, but, um, yeah, no, I, I get it. I completely understand, man. Um, yeah. Now, so in college, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the name of your university? University of Northern Iowa. Northern Northern Iowa. Got you. Northern Got you. Iowa, okay. Man. All right. So, where did poetry play a part?
2: Um,
1: college? I, I, I in college. Yeah. So. Oh, in
2: college. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did. I did. I did um, poetry while I was on the speech team. Uh, I yeah, yeah I it incorporated I, I, it into your your speeches. Yes, 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 yes. It was just poems. Like my 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 senior year poem, um, program that I did was about um guns, and so I found poems about guns, different kind of poems. So we don't use just one type of poem. If you use just one type of poem, people will be like, eh, right. So yeah. you something that's like historical, contemporary, spoken word, like. Civil rights movement poems, poems that like are not. So we're supposed to perform poems that are um, that are meant to be read, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're supposed to like interpret it and bring it out and bring the you wow. know the humanity out. And that's what we did a lot. So we had to work a lot on not just the 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 um, the poem, but like the performance of the poem. And so like the different characters. We it it, it was basically like taking acting class with poetry.
1: Really? Like
2: yes. Yeah. It's 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 amazing because you have to do different characters. So I remember I um I played a gun because um I found a poem where um somebody was the gun. So I, I had a poem where like I was I was the gun. I was uh, I played a poem with like um an old lady who like had a gun it was like I need my gun you know for like all the violence around da uh I had uh I had a a character, a poem about a child soldier who um, had to witness his mother being shot, you know, being being shot, right? So I had to play that character too, right? So you, you have to play them back to back to back to back. It's like scenes, back to back to back to back and then you, you have a climax and then, you know, you, you get like eight different poems or so and then it becomes like one whole thing. Um, So yeah, it's it's fun, you know, but it it taught me how to perform poetry, how to perform in general, but how to perform poetry just because I I listened and I learned different types of poems, different cadences, different generations of poets, right? Um, And so that helped me to be able to grasp poetry that way. So that's where poetry came from. I, I I got second in the nation my senior year, with it. I just loved it. I was like, I just I just I just loved it. And so after that when I was in grad school, somebody, my coach, was like, You should start like we should start an open mic so we can do stuff. And then we started an open mic and then I started writing just poems that I, I actually haven't seen in like years because my wow. Facebook got, you know, booted or hacked. So wow. yeah, so that's you know, we started doing open mics. And then I remember I did a poem and then somebody walked up to me and was like, "You, you don't belong here. You, you need to like move and go somewhere, <laughs> somewhere." Like he, he, was like, he was like, "You need to like, you don't like you, you, you belong somewhere." I remember it so well. I was just like, well, basically, I,
1: you need to do something with this.
2: With this, right, right. And so, uh, and then as I as I was doing it, people were like were like, yeah, you move to New York or LA?" Da, da, da. And then I just did it. I told out to my family, I'm moving to LA. Everybody thought it was a joke. And then it wasn't. I was like, I'm in LA. You know, and then you're moving
1: to LA to do what? To
2: do acting. So so I, you know, acting is like my right. right? So even though I No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I wasn't a theater major or anything, but I've always liked to perform. So my my grad um uh grad in grad school, my major was in communication and performance, performance. Mm. so i studied a lot of um uh performance te- te- technique the different types all that so
1: let me yeah. ask you about your parents and your choice for a major how was their response <laughs> because you know we hear we hear the story all the time you know right. that, uh, uh people from Africa all the time will will tell that story when they say i want to I want my major to be this, that when it's not medicine or engineering or whatever, what was their response?
2: So actually, we all chose things that like, you know, they were like, So I was a biology major, right? Because I love science. And my dad started biology. Biology, yeah. My I love science. My my dad was like, "Oh my god, you love science? You should go to pharmacy school and be a pharmacist." And I will it is, right there. You. <laughs> so I it was in my head like, okay, I gotta do this for daddy, you know. Right. Um, and and then and then I got to college, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a bio major, but I also want to do like communication, but I like acting. But I was like, what do you want to do? I remember both of them on the phone. Like they were like, you cry, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I just, you know, I remember I, I went to my advisor and they looked through everything, they tried to help me and they were like, congratulations, you're the only student I've not been able to help. I was like, you didn't do your job. Like, give me your paycheck, what? You know? Um, and so yeah, that 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 was frustrating. That was very frustrating because I was like, I want to help people, so I'm, I'm doing science and maybe I want to be a doctor or a nurse. But I just want to help people. But in my head, helping people was just like, you know, like being a doctor. I don't know why, <laughs> you know, a doctor, law school, all that. Um, and and then I think, I think, she mentioned you know, but she's on the speech and debate team, so maybe you can like become like, you know, like a, like a speech, a speech a teacher, a speech coach. I was like, no, I, I don't want to do that. I don't, I'm not good at it. I can not do it. I can't. Like, I, I remember like shutting it down. And he was like, I'm like, it's just like an extra activity. I want to help people, but they got to be science, lawyer, biology. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I think, I think they were over me. I think they were probably just like, you know what? <laughs> just do something. Just do something. Right. So I, I was a biology major. Um, biology and French, uh, and then in grad school, I chose communication and performance, but just because I was on the speech team, speech and debate team, and my track record, and the, you know all that helped me. So being on the speech and debate team definitely like is a big part of where I am, like easily, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody looks at your resume and they see the kind of speeches that you wrote and did, and like how you ranked in the nation, all that. It's you know so they gave me a class to teach. Wow! Like, what they're like? Yes, you're gonna be teaching a college class, public speaking.
1: <laughs> wow! While you while you were there?
2: Yes, in grad school. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so wow. I taught I taught um, uh, part of my assistantship. So I got full full scholarship. Nice. So part of my assistantship was to teach a class and then coach the speech team. So I did that for two years, and so that's when I, I first started teaching. And yeah.
1: Wow. I know. Wow. But,
2: like, I'm, I'm slowly like...
1: my right. journey is already begun. <laughs> wow. Right. Wow. So you were showing improving while you were going through.
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Doing all... Trying everything. I was in every student club and organization. I was everywhere. I was in BSU, African Student Union. I was in uh, international student promoters. We did tours. I was in French club. I was, I was, I, I was everywhere. Cause I was like, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. So, like let's, let's do this, you know?
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. okay <laughs> I love it, man. That's, that's good. That's good. All right. So we're in college, uh, we're in grad school and, what? and are you writing more?
2: So in grad school, I am, I'm reading more. Okay. Reading, reading more. And of course, writing more because, you know, grad school, but it wasn't like I took a poetry class because they were like, I'm elective. And then I took a poetry class. And I think that helped me a lot with, because you know, I, my writing is like free writing. is like narrative. It's like storytelling, right. you know, storytelling, you know, storytelling, you know like, let me tell you this story. And then I'll add metaphors. Right.
1: But the techniques like, and all right. of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Right, so, um, wait, what, what was the question again? Sorry, I got, uh, um, you, I'm writing more, right, yes. writing more. Um, So I started writing a lot in that class, like we would do, we, I wrote so many poems in that class, so many different styles, you know, we used to critique each other, and I saw how people were writing their poems, I was like, oh, okay, 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 <laughs> right? Um, and I, you know, it didn't feel like I learned a lot, but then when I'm writing, I you know I, I remember like specific stuff that we learned in class and you know mm-hmm. always 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 helps. So I took wow. one I took one poetry class, and um, I also think that coaching. I mean, being on a speech team for four years and like reading poems upon poems. You know, people buy me gifts and it would be like poetry books because they you knew I liked it. And I was on the team and just reading and you know. And now i co- I coached for uh, coaching for five years, and just reading, reading, reading. You know, um, not just you know, not just for college. I did it for college, high school, and now I do I do it for middle school and elementary school. So the 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 different types of poems that you know you read just also helps you. So yeah. uh, and I, and I don't like reading. Like I'm just like oh my god, you know. Uh-huh. But, but I'm because I'm doing it. Like everybody needs to read because that's how you become a better writer. I was yeah. fortunate to be in a in an organization where I, I had to read in mm. order to be a like, coach. This is the poem that I like or student, check out this poem that I read. You know, so I just that's how that's how I've been reading. And I, I still coach, you know, and so I still yeah. read.
1: So <laughs> if, if it weren't for the debate team the uh public speaking classes where do you think you'd be um in in your Mm -hmm. poetry career like on what level do you think you would be on
2: i think that i Ooh, that's a good question
1: you think you would have figured it out
2: I think I would have figured it out because it was calling me. Like, you know, I was like, dude, mm-hmm. when I joined speech and Beta, I was like, this is exactly what I've been looking for since I was in Ghana. Like, I was like, I need something. And when I joined speech, like if, if poetry folk did speech, they would love it. It's just, it's just amazing. Like the way, the way the craft is. Um, and, but I would have found, I would have found something. I would have, cause yeah, I was yeah. for like, I went to do debate. And I was like, eh, "This is not it." And then speech was across the room, and they were like, "You want to come try?" And then, in then that was it, you know. But I know I would have found spoken word. I would have found it somehow because I didn't know. I didn't know about it. Right. I would have easily found it because I've always been drawn to like that. Like when I saw spoken word, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this wow. is it. like at church. At church, when I you know memorize a poem and go say like it was always. I'll like, I'll do it. Like that's me, you know, always doing it in high school, middle school, always saying, doing some sort of, you know, like reciting. Right. Um, and so I know, I know deep in my heart, yeah, that I would have found it or I would have created some
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So where 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 are we now? Right? Like, well, let me ask you what year was the Yao poem? The Yao poem was And what was the situation? You said I Whips, right?
2: Yeah, so the Yow poem was my first slam. Uh, oh. my first slam was at IWips, uh two thousand and seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was that. Um my friend uh Juman Hill was like, let's go to mm-hmm. I Whips. Like, I've only seen it online, so to, you know, I was like, "Yeah." You, you know? so Jamal <laughs> Reman Hill did speech and debate too, so he knew that I had, you know, I had performed a lot, a, like lots of poems. I, right. I actually judged him for like two years, you know. Um, so he was like, "You should try it." And he, like he said, "Like y'all, yeah, just come, just come, just come." And I was like, "I don't know how it works." And then they were like four-minute one poem, one-minute two poem, two-minute poem, and a three-minute poem. I was like, "What?" So <laughs> I, just, I just like, okay, I, I guess I'll do it. So I like consolidated some of my poems and the, and I just read the y'all poem and that was, you know, and then and then I made it finals. And then wow. I made it, I was like what? And then I did I did the y'all poem because so the y'all poem is what got me into finals too. Like it was the last round. And I was like, all right, this is it. I'm just gonna do this one. Because my first round I had a four. Like it was good the you know, just like do it and then I went well, yeah. wait, what? I was like, let me just do this poem, right? You know, like and it was new, and I didn't really time it. But you know how they were like time it and so yeah. that's that. You know, like people were, just, you know, it was, but it was good. The first time I did it there, it was like, whoa! Like, I, it, it felt good. I felt good. The room felt good. Like it was, it was just. I think it was different for the audience. Yeah. Really. So it was, it was, you know, it, it was nice. And then I was in the room with folks that I had seen like on on youtube like right. like you know megan Fowley. like i was like in the room with all, the, all all these people so it was like it was like nice and tense but i love competition like the harder my competition is like the harder like i'm like oh let's go you know yeah so even even in speech and debate when i was in a round with folks that were that were like freshmen or just starting that's when i don't make it to finals i'll be like Really, yeah. you know, yeah. when I'm around with like you know like heavy heavy hit you know what we call heavy hitters in, in in speech and debate, I always like okay game on, and then I think yeah. it, it it brings some sort of you know passion out.
1: But you play up to your to your competition.
2: I do, I really do, <laughs> yeah. I really do. So that was good for me because it was like I mean, you know everybody saw my list. I remember Juman too saw my list, and everybody was like. Ooh, like yeah. this person, this person is that person. I was like, I don't know anybody, you
1: know. Right. But let's go have fun. Let's go compete. <laughs> so are you are you still are you still eating off that poem, man? Are they still calling you for it? Uh which poem? Yao? The Yao poem.
2: Um I know that like that's not the poem that's you know that's been getting me, you know, <laughs> food. Really?
0: Whichever. Really? No.
2: Yeah. It's actually um, Ancestral Ghosts. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but that I one's- I have great. not, what's it about? It's, oh, ooh, I didn't edit this poem, but anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a poem about, uh, it, it's based on my, my, my experience in, in, in the US, especially in college, and it's like, you know, the whole, like, you're not black enough, then uh, it's like from and you know so it's from everybody. So like I'm t- talking about my experience about how I said s- something and it was like I don't know I don't remember what I said. those you know I can say like black, right? And then this white girl came up to me and then she was like, "But I thought you were like this, you know." So it's like so many people come up and like ask those questions, and then I was getting it from from black people that lived in America to African Americans. Yeah. I was just like, ah, you know. So in the poem I talk about, you know, uh both sides and I was like, I don't know what to do. So then I go back in time. I like, you know, I go back on the slave ship. It's like so dramatic. Wow. I go I go, go back on the slave ship. So I'm on the slave ship and then like the you know, the ancestral ghosts from like the Atlantic, you know, pull me. Wow. Pull me back to like uh you know, nineteen, like 1912 or something and then it, it goes to like different um warriors um african black african warriors and then i just like talk to them and i ask them and then they ship me to the other person and i go from like one you know to the other and then i talk about how like you know um here like they you know yes there are differences right but it's like when the you know when the police I have this line that's like when when um, the New York police shot Amadou Diallo mm-hmm. like they they shot him like forty one times or or something like that and I'm like they were shooting at his blackness not his accent right so it's like yes we're different but then like when it comes to like the issues and the right. issues we're all facing like it's it's us you know so yeah. that's kind of what like the moral of the poem was. I wrote this poem when I was, I was competing at the poetry lounge and I didn't know you couldn't repeat poems but I made it to semifinals and they were like, you can't repeat poems. I wrote it like, I, did, I, I heard about it two days ago, two days before, so I was like, oh my God. And then yeah. I, had, I had this story in my head for so long, you know, like so long in my head and I just like wrote it down. And, you know, and like all night, I spent like an all night, of just writing and, I just write and because I had to like memorize it, you know, because I, I like memorizing poems and, you know, and and that's a poem, I haven't edited since. There's some like things I have to word in, I have to change, I just did it. And people loved it and like people loved it. I was like, whoa, places that were not supposed to be funny, people were laughing. I was like, I was on stage like, what is going on? I was literally like, <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. I didn't even see it coming. I was like, "This is a new poem. Like I just did it, you know. And then, and then I think I did it at a, another tournament. And then it got online, and that's what like I get. I get colleges would like send me emails asking about that, or some you know someone's like some schools advisor, some BSU's advisor. I think they surprised. Their student, their students, because their Black Student Union and their African Student Union had like a conference, and they mm. used my poem as like a segue for discussion, mm. and I, I guess like it, like it was like it was like very needed in in their community and that. Right so the advice surprised them with me wow. you, like how you come over. I was like and they didn't know and I didn't know and they were like oh my god I was like hey <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so it's been like that I, I, that is the poem and then and then that and accent um accent also has been very like re- re- received well especially in the African community that live here it's like, oh my God, like, it's not, actually it's not just Africans. It's just everybody that lives here from another country has like experienced something along those lines, you know, like, you know, just like your accent being thick or you have to like code switch, you know, for like everybody else's convenience. And it's like,
1: you know, um, the entire time I mixed up, um, Accent in the Yao poem. I'm talking about the accent poem. Accent? Yes. (laughs) Oh, so I'm on the wrong poem. So I'm talking about accent.
2: Accent? Oh yeah, accent has been accent has been good because it wasn't it it wasn't right about now and right right about now. Yeah, okay. that got me a lot of jobs. Actually, it's so crazy how you know those you know those those videos get you jobs because right. they make go viral. Somebody's like, oh my God, bring this person to my school. Um, uh, but Accent, accent, accent has been good too because especially uh, uh, Button just posted it again. Got it. And you know it's uh, it, it just it went viral again, and I got so many. It's good because you get you you get booked, you get followers and then the followers know like people and so like when they like you know find something they always send it to me and it's just one big whole thing that everybody needs to capitalize on you know like i know social media like uh right but that's how that's how i've been eating like a lot of people have found me online like that's yeah. how I'm yeah, it's just it's just online online presence online content you, you know like the more content you produce the more people are like oh I want to you know see this person
1: again so yeah I can tell that you are in tune with it um, you, you, you you do quite well with your content um,
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I try can, I, mean, I, like, I like to perform so you know like, yeah, like, yeah. like everything I love I'm like you know so dancing like everything modeling all that it's yeah just,
1: so I like how you embrace uh, y- your fashion uh, from home, right? Like, right, so, so, tell me about some, te- like, tell me about the shirt. Did you design that, or did you? This one, no, uh, my sister.
2: Uh, okay, she's- really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my sister does a lot of the designing and the sewing, and she's she's doing. She, she didn't even go to school for it. She went to school for pre med. <laughs> And now, and now she's sewing, she's cooking. She's, I'm like, if y'all gone to school for this, you know, but it's like, it's not. It's just, uh, it just makes me so mad. It's like, come on. Right. You know, I hope we, do, we, we, we don't do this to our kids, but I'm not going to do that.
1: I'm not, not either. You know, my,
2: my sister is saying it too. It's like, if we did the things that we love as kids. As
1: kids. Would, oh my gosh.
2: Like I'm out here coaching like folks that are like, 10, 11 poetry and stuff, and they're writing. And I'm just like, these these people are, are about to be so smart. Right. Just, you know, we just ridiculous. You know, but like, we spend time doing all this math, that, I know. You know, And this stuff. And it's just I like, know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I have three daughters, five and under, man. You know, I, wow. you know, they, they, they do the school thing, the distance learning thing, but here, it's all creativity, man. Yes, I, you yes. know, for me, I think, I think creativity and intelligence. Creativity is here. You, you yes, know? yes. Period.
2: Like, you gotta go read your shit. I gotta. Yeah. I, it just comes from me, out in, inside me. You know, it, like
1: yeah, right. That,
2: that's the magic.
1: That's the that's the passion. That's the purpose. That's right. the gift that's been given to you. And you know what I also- mean.
2: Because the fact that you can just do it and put things together and that it's is, is, is the whole package. Like yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. If we,
1: if we can get more poets to understand, um, especially now, like creativity is high value now, yes. even in the corporate world, um, with because one social media is, is so heavy when it comes to everything. Right, so so poets, being the wordsmiths, you know, are are the or should be the the copywriters, the script writers, right. the the right all of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. the poets were writing films, and like I I watched some of these. And I was like, we can do
1: so much better. Like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah yes and that's what that's where that's where building the poetry industry comes in man like if we if we just know that we are more than just a poem if we know that we're more than just a poem in a performance then 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 there's no more broke artist right That, that thing that we embrace why do we embrace that right you know what I mean? You, right, right.
2: We you should, don't have to be. We're not like I feel. It's, I have this great feeling that it's a, it's about to be. It amazing. is like it's really coming, and yep. like
1: I can see it. Like I can see it. I can. I can see it. Indeed, indeed. So, what extravagant uh, project or what are you doing right now that is kind of outside of the poetry box? Um.
2: Outside of the poetry box, okay. I'm.
1: Um, we, know, we know what the poetry box is. Is the open mic? It's the you know the virtual open mic. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, what pro? What projects are you working on, man? So I
2: am probably okay. Okay, I'm gonna let me rephrase this. So I don't give it away. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm I'm working on some projects with some agencies in like another country. So um, hopefully in another, can, in, a, in another country, yes. So hopefully I can get on the stage and stuff, and you know get more because I don't have like a lot of reels and stuff, and it's hard to get good movies where you can have good reels. Mm. Um, uh, here in LA or like, because you know, so if you if you get, you know, if I get a good stage presence in, mm-hmm. a, in a different place on in a, in a movie that's really good, but it's not in Hollywood, that's gonna make me look good when mm-hmm. I auditions you know so that's what i'm working on um i'm working on my book when i say nice. work on my book it's like you know it's 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 all here
1: yeah yeah like, i get
2: it I've, you know it's all here i have like like i i just realized like i have all the poems i have all the poems for this but it's not just going to be poems you know i'm trying to do like um in, in speech and debate, we have this event called Program of Oral Interpretation, and it's a, it's a combination of just all the genres, right? So I'm trying to write narrative, and then like interspice it with poems, and then prose, and then like, you know, just just a bunch of different, you yeah. because I'm trying to figure out how to make it, because I don't like reading, so I'm trying to make it in a way that I wanted to like, have a book look like, you know, because I, yeah. I wanted to read, I wanted to read Harry Potter, I wanted to read Goosebumps but I'll read, I'll be read, I'll read, I'll just be like, I ah, have page right. right you know, so, um so yeah, that's what I'm working on, the title, the, the title right now, which will probably change, called Coming to America, right. um, so it's going to be poems on, like, migrating to America, like, immigration, all that um, uh, I just I just dreamt about my cover.
1: Nice.
2: I just dreamt about my cover, and I think I'm gonna make it like a passport. Mm. Um, and then we'll have like certain things in there that have to do with like, you know, migration. So like you have a passport. You know, anyway, I was like, oh my god, this is you know because I'm like I see a lot of people's you know uh, uh, book covers and everybody's is so unique to the, you know, to the story. And so, you know, um, and I feel like that's so important. But when I I was like, you know, I didn't know what it would be. I woke up and I was like, oh my God. So I think, I think that's it. I think I'll make it like a a passport.
1: Yeah. So let me ask you. So how, how does a performance poet write in a way that readers understand, I don't say is it is it understand. I mean, they can understand it, but like, but interpret it in the way that you want them to interpret it.
2: Ooh, that's a good. That's 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 good.
1: You that's, know, that's
2: good. Um, ooh, that's good. So, sp- spoken word poems on like performance poems on page. I have, I have two versions of all of my poems. I have. Uh, I have a version of them as like a performance poem and Got
1: then it. that's the page poem. Man, so that's, that's the first time I've heard a poet say that.
2: <laughs> I had to because I was like, this is too like, you know, okay, I think I think this is what happened. Because I did speech and most of what we did was performing um, poems that were not meant to be performed, like poems that are meant
1: right. to,
2: be, to be read. That made me like, you know, like most of my, my writing of friends was like performing things that was like not meant to be read. And so I have both because like I joined, you know, the poetry community and I learned quick how to write, you know, performance poems.
0: Yeah.
2: And, it, you know, I think some of the best spoken word poems is a, it's a combination of a page poem and a performance poem.
1: Yes. Right, and then it's not it's not super rhymy. It's not like super rhythmic, you know. Right. Like, it's more conversational, anyway. Right, and it's still yeah.
2: all of the elements are still there, you know. So yeah, anyway, I have like I have I have I have a I have a page poem, and then I have a performance poem because there's some things that I would say and do that like don't need to be in there. Right, right. Some things that uh, um, your body can show. On stage, but that, but doesn't need to be on paper, mm. right? And so, um, yeah. But 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 page forms, page poems make your your spoken word even better because you're able to create, um, you know, like even better imagery, like just much better imagery. When we're doing spoken word, we just get lazy and we just go to with, with the go to
1: because, and- because you know that you can add your body,
2: right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But when we take that out. I feel like most like spoken word poets need to start writing as page poets. Wow. And that's just gonna change everything. Because now and I think that's the problem with why people are saying all oh, the poems sound the same. Right. Is because we're just looking at a spoken word style and this is how I'm gonna go. And we're like, even though the words are different, subconsciously we're writing we're writing the same too, because if you write in the cadence. That's you know it's all that like that's the poem you know the, the cadence is like much of the poem, you know. But we're we're all we're doing is changing the words, you know. But if we start writing like page poems and trying different styles, um, that's that's gonna change everything. And it's it's actually gonna help folks be more unique too. I just I just started doing a lot, so you know I'm on a, I'm on the slam team for San Diego, so you know I mean, me Rudy Anita. Um, Rashida and Mihael, you know, so we're on the team and we we still meet. We still meet, like, you know, every two weeks, you know, we talk about, you know, um, Rudy does a good job of, like, teaching you the different techniques and styles. So we did, like, a persona, like, poem seminar and then everybody writes, you know, a persona poem, right? Yeah. And so that's, you know, I've, I'm just now doing most of it since grad school. Um, yeah. It, it just is... It's amazing.
1: Okay. All right. So with that being said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if a poet cannot find a coach, right, mm-hmm. if, if for whatever reason there's just not a coach in their area or whatever, um, would you suggest that they take an a acting class, a, a improv class for performance to beef up their performance?
2: Yes. Improv class for sure. Yes, improv, improv would teach you everything. Like it's just everything. Like we we need improv classes for everything. <laughs> yeah, every fucking word too, because we're on stage all the time. Things happen. You forget your poem. You, you you gotta figure something out, right? Uh-huh. Um, and all the different exercises that you do in improv too can give you ideas of how to write in a style that nobody writes. Because they, they you know the the games the improv games are so diverse and so it's so different that you can write a poem based on based on notes you know so
1: yeah i took an improv class and had an absolute ball did you it was like adult recess yes yeah i was like yo what is this like
2: right right absolutely
1: part of it i just could i i just could not step outside of myself like the, this, um, was it screaming, um, like starting low, but then going higher, but like with anger to the level to where you're supposed to start crying. And,
2: in, crying. and then you were all, were you all in it?
1: Well, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I couldn't, I, it was, it was I- You know, with everybody around, i was like, I don't feel like crying. I I think that was just too cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to, like, let go. When you go to the
2: improv improv class, you just got to let go.
1: When you get to, like, level class three, four, five, like, I was like, okay, this is getting heavy. Yeah. And if you um, have something that makes you cry, I was like, man, I don't want to go there. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, know, I, know. I don't like that either they call it what they call it what substitution oh my god it's so dangerous because if you haven't healed yeah and you call all that trauma which is a lot, a lot of poets do that you know it's and
1: they're bawling crying <laughs> i was like <laughs> i not um, uh, <laughs> yeah um that's yes yeah because we were, before we came onto the podcast we were talking about performance, you know. Um I think I think that's a huge piece that more poets should take serious. Right. That right. that performance piece. You know, um even if you even if you're like um just naturally good at performing. Right. Right. Like, I I think the techniques that you learn, we were talking about that earlier, you know, the techniques that you learn um, can enhance uh, what you already know to do. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, But even on the other side of it is is having the wherewithal to say, okay, if I'm going to write this book, it needs to be written a little differently.
2: Right. Right. So do you
1: add more color? Like, you know, when it comes to the page poetry, do you add more description, more scenery? What's that look like? What's the difference?
2: Yes. Um, I, I think with page poems, like I try to stick with like styles or like okay. different, different techniques. So it's like, I actually just wrote like my first extended metaphor poem Right, um, and and that's you know if you're writing like an extended metaphor poem, it's like it's just basically a page poem, which is like it's very you know heavy heavy on on the on the metaphor, you know, and it has to be in like every line or every other line because we gotta you gotta keep the momentum, you know. So writing in those specific styles definitely helps make it like a a page poem, and then like just description, you know, you you have you have time, you you know like. Performance poems you usually slam time, you know, um, but you you have you have time here to to just decide if you want it to be a three-page poem or like a five-line poem, you know. Either way, you 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 decide what type of imagery you're gonna have in both and it, it can still work. So, in imagery, I think, it's like really, really big. Imagery, imagery is really really big because some things, you know, you can just show. But um, like the what is it? Um, there was a poem about like like crows or something like that, and I think I think the performers were crows on stage, and they did so much, you know. Um, and it was, it was you know it's, it's it, was, it was amazing. It was like really 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 really, really good because they were able to like show what what they had on page, and then also just show us like. They did a, a combination of both. I think if I was like, you know, coaching like an acting class or something like that, that I had to do, that I was doing poem, a performance poem and a page poem together. It's more interesting if you show us on stage mm. um, rather than tell us. Got so, it. And it, it just depends. It, it depends. It depends on the round. It, it depends on who's there because some people love performance and right. others, Others are just like no, but also others hide behind the pe- performance. I've done that before. You know, you can you can you can you can high score your way by with, with a good performance? Like you can just do that, you know? Because it's you know it's it's usually about the writing. It is usually about the writing at competitions, you know, performance places. But wow. if somebody's writing, if somebody's writing is not Really up to par, and you come and you show
1: and you give
2: performance. You you're here, and people usually think, oh, that was just you know, a performance. But it's like I used my body to tell the poem, right? Like that is part of the poem, right? It's part of the poem. The performance right. is part of the poem, you know. Or or it is part of my poem, right? Like, and so I think it's just it's just very very interesting, very very very
1: interesting. Is it is it Synonymous to a rapper that doesn't have lyrics and they're hiding behind the beat,
2: yes, beat, beat and just aesthetic, too. Can right, <laughs> like, right, it's just yeah. Yeah, the hiding behind the beat, the beat is really good, or um, they have a, no, the beat is really good, and they have a really good music video, and you're like, Damn. Uh, yeah. Music video. Way. Everybody looks good in there. Go and with it. It's, right. It's a good vibe. Then right. they they have a good vibe. They just showed you all this imagery in this, and the imagery, you know, also does the work. Like if the, if somebody comes up with a good music video and the lyrics is like whatever, the imagery also like is part of the music. It it, it just it just becomes part of it, you
1: know. So, wow. I think a combination of both. Yeah. Is is always always better. How has uh, how has COVID been treating you as far uh, as your poetry career?
2: COVID, you know, I, I got a lot of my poetry stuff canceled. I had an event, yeah, yeah. In, in France too. that like got canceled. So many things got canceled, but it's been good because I I've been learning. You know, like we would have already gone to nationals by August. Mm-hmm. And when it was cancelled, it was just like we're taking our time. I've been learning I've been learning more more like of how to write and how to perform, mm. you know, in this time and you know, it's just we always complain about we don't have time to write we don't have time to write and you, right. know, and I've, you know, I used the time to write about because I, I don't want to force it so I just wrote about the times. I wrote, I wrote about every every single month you know, I wrote about everything that was happening. I have, you know, I, I, I did a long page poem about, like, living in a in a dystopian world, which is what it felt like uh, uh, at the beginning of, of, of COVID. You right. know, so how people were fighting and all that. So, like, you know, I made it like a movie. I was like, okay, you know, this reminds me of A Quiet Place. Uh, so I just, like, wrote it in, like, you know in, in in that style and when we, we don't have too much to think about and we're just saying and just writing we we write about things you know like i didn't have to think about somebody's poem or spoken word i was just like i just want to this is how i'm feeling this feels like a movie i'm gonna write it like that you know nice I, I have you know i was able to write poems um in in the moment because a lot of people were like I don't want to force it. And, you know, and it was, it's, it's okay too. You know, I rested some too, and that was good. Um, but I used, I used the, like the moment. Cause like, it was, you know, the times when it was like very depressed, like the de- de- depressing, a lot of people went through that. A lot of people, I think like probably 90% of people were just like, ah, you know, I don't know what to do. Um, and so I wasn't trying to write about something else. Just to write, I was like, "Okay, this is how I feel. Let me just write it." And then, you know, it it heals a little bit, uh, makes you feel better a little bit, and then you keep writing.
1: Right, right. Wow, man. Um, this is good information. I think I I really think this is going to help a lot of people, especially. The biggest thing that I got was the fact that you said, "I'm a performance poet. I'm writing a book." But I also so the poems that I that I performed, I also have a version of it that's page poetry. That's
0: right, right, right. right.
1: Yeah, that, I think that's going to ring a bell in some poets' heads, man. <laughs> <laughs> like really, because yeah. of, I, I'm sure you know they'll probably just take their poem and guess, put it yeah. on paper. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's like some of the things, you know, like the, there'll be lines in my performance poem that I'll add just because it worked. Like I'm like, okay, uh pop culture, this works right now. If I use this, this will be so funny. People will laugh. I'll get my laugh, I, 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 you know, like something that I can use for today. But if you're trying to write something that people are supposed to read for like forever, Right. right, it's got to be timeless, and uh. so whatever we use has to be like you know, um, yeah, like I will, you know, I will, I will, I will put you know, I'll put, I'll put Rosa Parks in my poem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was gonna use Mahatma Cyrus as the other example, but I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you know, it's just like I gotta use somebody that is like timeless when 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 it comes to like. The culture of my poems, you know.
1: Got it. Got it. That's good, man. Um,
2: but I can, but but then I can make fun of my, you know, Miley Cyrus for like taking the culture or something like that. So I can be right. that on stage, but right? Then, by putting that in, in the book is like mm, who's she's right? like, not, they worth, it's it's not worthy
1: it. to be in the book. She's just right,
2: just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, for this
1: moment, yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: right, right. So
1: I get it. That's 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 revelation. Um, choose wisely when writing, when when writing for the moment, and f- when writing on pay on on paper
2: for timelessness, right?
1: Yes, for timelessness. Right, man. That's a that's a bar right there, man. That's a quote. <laughs> like like but that's that's good information, man. Um, got to help. A lot of people, um, and I think the the one of the other big things is is always learn, keep learning.
0: Yes, keep
1: learning. You know, uh, especially during this time, don't don't sit and binge watch TV for hours, right? And you haven't given that same or more amount of time on your craft,
2: right? Exactly, and if yeah. you even if you're you're gonna do it, make sure like you you find a way to connect it to, to your craft. Like mm-hmm. I, I was just so like ugh, I'm I'm tired of writing, and I watched this like TV show called like like None, like Warrior Nun or something like that, you know. And it had to do with the poem, like you know that I was like trying to write, but I couldn't write. I was like, oh, let, let me watch something that's like related to it. I watched the whole season, and I was like, oh, I think I know how I want to, you know like have this, this, this poem be structured. Cause it's, sometimes we can, you can just use stories, folklore, you know, movies and see, okay, this movie was structured like this. Let me see if I structure, I structure my poem this way and it'll was, it was, it was just make it easier,
1: you know, it's just. I, that's new for me. <laughs> I that's do that, new. but it's good.
2: It's really good. Like, TV
1: with a purpose.
2: Yes. Like definitely with a purpose. Always, always, always looking for something always listening for something you know always listening for something because there is you know there is uh, like our magic our power is all is in the atmosphere it's in the air right it's all it's always happening so you' just always got to be listening
1: listening listening <laughs> that's new because that's new you know I don't watch TV but when I do uh, I like I like I watch two hours of TV a week right and and yeah. The reason I I watch it is because I need it's a time where I need mindless activity, like right. when I'm like done. You know what I mean? From my nine to five, from my from my business, from right. every, like my kids, right. I just need to sit there and watch two hours of TV while I eat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, but I didn't. Man, that's good that <laughs> <No>, he <just laughs> it
2: helps. It helps it really does
1: that's good stuff have you seen the movie Finding Forrester no John Connery um, and then there's a he, he, uh, he, and, and an African American boy um, uh, young African American boys in the hood right and um, thought basketball was the way uh, to kind of get out. Um, but came to find came to find out that he was a great writer. Okay. You know? Yeah, and and Sean Connery was this um hidden legend when it comes to writing. Um, and so this young black boy went to uh I, I think he got into a, a a great school or something like that. And but Sean Connery like was his neighbor but never got out never came out the house cuz i think it's like his wife died and after she died he just never came out the house or something like that um but come to find out they crossed paths some way and Sean Connery was the person that's on the walls of the school because of his writing right you know what i mean, yeah, I mean. and ultimately became his mentor with his writing it's it's, it's an amazing i Find, finding Forrester. Forrester, uh, the Sean Connery's last name, and he's the iconic writer. Okay, right? yeah, so he's the one that fi- found Forrester or whatever. But um, that right there, wow. will have you with a pen in your hand. If you ever have writer's block, uh, you know, uh, I, and I really don't believe in writer's block. It's just you need to go read a book and and go live some more. <laughs> you right. know you know it's you know uh um but yeah when you get a chance i don't even know where you could find it I, when i when i did watch it it was on vhs so it's just okay. you know what i mean right. so but um it might be even be on youtube i don't know but check that out man um look king Yao, man i appreciate you coming through on the Thank Poet life team. podcast man what Thank made you choose king you know what it's just I, I don't know, I, know. People, I see the pictures with the
2: yeah people, yeah. people call me king every time I, I performed or like they saw me i don't know so i was like okay it's just, okay yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I, I i love how you're um embracing your your culture and allowing it to allow you to stand out
0: right right, right. thank you for you. I mean, you already
1: have a skill <laughs> right so you have the skill and now you're giving the the appearance and the presentation <laughs> to, to go with it, you know, so it works really well, man. And, and um, I think it's genius, bro. So um, keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, you. Yeah, most definitely. As a matter of fact, you know, I, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, we're, we're more than just poetry, right? Mm-hmm. And I try to channel that in everything that I do. So, you know, I want to, purpose these episodes um or repurpose these episodes and reach out to some universities and take these topics and these conversations that we're having and turn them into workshops right on, yeah. yeah yeah you know because um i think uh the most recent episode that we had i think i was talking to Anita uh, Anita D oh, yeah, yeah. And uh hers is out now. Uh her her episode is out, fire episode. Awesome. Um but we were we were talking about doing more with the poems that we have, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so so because you just can you you can do so much more with them, you know. Mm-hmm. A topic and and write a book towards it or you can go to different organizations and, and uh, relate it to um, you know right. Topic, right? whatever that cause might be um, right. with that organization you can say hey I have this poem do you think it will it will work with your your members or your audience for your right. conference right. whatever it might be right, right. Um, yeah I just want to give more life to these episodes we just recently, um uh added the blog side of the episode so our mm-hmm. episodes are now in blog form as well you know so not everybody wants to watch or listen they would rather read so you know so we have a three-dimensional podcast and um just trying to live out what we're talking about
0: right right, right. You know what i mean
1: so um um yeah man I just want to say thank you, man. I don't want to take up your whole Friday night. You know, um, um, I know you got some more learning and some more, you know, uh, uh, writing to do right. and resting. <laughs> Indeed, most definitely, so important, man. Um, because that's what look you were resting, and that's where your the book the the cover of your book came from in your rest. That And that's it. And that's, <laughs> it. that's exactly yeah, it. Thank you. Definitely, man. So look, man, I really appreciate you. Everybody go check out King Ya underscore. That's K-I-N-G-Y-A-W underscore. It's the Poet Life Podcast. Everybody, you have a good weekend. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you, all right? All
2: right. Later. All right.
1: Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check
0: it out today on your favorite platforms including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website thepoetlife.com.
1: Find a way, find a way, ain't got no time now.